Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. everyone. Welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 136. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. If it is your first episode, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you've been listening, thank you so much for coming on back to the show. And I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who listened to last week's episode and shared the episode. That was such a powerful conversation that I had with Valerie about her daughter Emily and their journey, their book. It really was just such an inspiring story that I am so glad so many of you enjoyed and shared. Again, for April, for Autism Awareness Month, I just want to, you know, continue to get this message out there. And today's episode is another one that I think you guys are just going to love. And I'm super excited. My guest today is Nicole Gottesman. And you might be familiar with Nicole. If you listen to this podcast and you are on Instagram or she does have a Facebook page, you probably follow Nicole. She is just an absolute beauty inside and out. She has such a kind heart and her son, Gabe, is incredible. I share this on the episode, but I I found Gabe and Nicole years and years ago. She had shared a video of Gabe with one of his babysitters that just, it touched my heart and it was so it was incredible for me to see a child who reminded me so much of Logan. And it was funny because especially then I really didn't know anything about (laughs) Gabe and Nicole. And it wasn't until kind of years later that I started the podcast and my Instagram account for the show that I re that I connected with Nicole and found her and was able to see everything that she's sharing and just her whole journey with Gabe. I share this with her on the show too, but there is something about Gabe that just reminds me of Logan. There's like this spirit that they both share and it's really special. So I just, I love following them, but more than anything, Nicole has such an inspiring and powerful story that she is going to share in this episode. And again, if you follow her, you might be somewhat familiar with that story, but hearing her tell it and really just her strength. I I find myself really blown away by everything that she's been through and just her resiliency. She she really is one of those people that I I admire because of how strong and resilient they are and just her bravery. And I say this to her on the episode, but I feel like listening to to people like her who who do have these really, you know, traumatic story. She uses that word trauma and it's true. She's, she really has been through so much in her life and to see her, you know, kind of on the other side of things with such a beautiful perspective and spirit is really inspiring. And I think we can all kind of draw strength from that. I know for sure that's how I feel when I see her pose or just listening to her tell this story. 
Um, she's just incredible and I've been wanting to get her on the show for a long time. So I'm so glad that we finally got to do this episode and we honestly, we had such a great time chatting and I know you guys will enjoy listening. I do want to give a little disclaimer. We had a bit of a audio issue the last, like, honestly, just couple minutes, there was a delay. So you'll hear some overlapping with her and I talking. Um, but most of the episode comes through completely clearly. And again, I just love everything that Nicole is sharing. So So definitely want to get this out to you guys, and I know that you will enjoy it. So without further ado, please enjoy listening to my conversation with Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to Adventures in Autism. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being here. You and I were just chatting a little bit before we started. I have been kind of after you for a while (laughs) to be a guest (laughs) on the show, um, and that's for many reasons, but probably the biggest reason, and I was just sharing this with you, is I, I don't know what it is. I've been following you and your story with Gabe for quite a while now, and there is just something about Gabe that reminds me so much of Logan. And like I was saying, they couldn't look more different, but they have like they're this same kind of spirit. I don't know what it is, and even my husband agreed too, and he usually thinks I'm like cuckoo, but he totally agreed with me. Um, and I just love, I love following your story. I, I love all the updates on Gabe and just like what's going on with you guys. So I'm so, so excited to have you on the show. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. So you, you just have a very unique story, um, with some really tough parts to it. If you will kind of take us back to the beginning, I would love to hear. Okay. Um, So I guess my life got interesting after I got married. Um, I married Gabe's father, his name is Seth, and three and a half years into our relationship, um, into our marriage, um, I was pregnant with Gabe, and 12 weeks into that pregnancy, my husband passed away suddenly of a cardiac arrhythmia. So I was then, you know, going to be a single mother. I had really, I was not prepared for that at all. And I was also, you know, very depressed. Then when Gabe was born, I, I was the happiest I'd ever been in my whole life. It was just amazing. And, um, I loved the baby stage (laughs) so much. It was, I was just so happy. And, um, even though I was doing it on my own, it was hard. My sister came and stayed with me for a little while. Um, it didn't permanently stay, unfortunately. But yes, I was doing it all by myself, and I joined some mom groups. And around when all these babies turned about one, we were in, we were at a restaurant, and we were all taking pictures. And all of the babies were looking at the camera, mm-hmm. and Gabe was not. And I went. I was seeing a therapist at the time, and the next, it was, I think I was seeing her the next day, and I was telling her about um, the fact that he like wasn't looking and, you know, I didn't, I really didn't think anything of it. And she was like, he, does he point, mm. you know? And I said, no, and I didn't, that was something I didn't know to look out for. And she also knew he wasn't speaking yet. So he was babbling a lot, but never, you know, started talking. So immediately she, you know, she was like, you need to, you know, get him checked out and see what's going on. So I, I did at that point and he was very young when they diagnosed him. 
So it all kind of went fast after that. He had early intervention right away through the county. Um, he was then um, diagnosed, I think he was about 18 months by the time we got a, like a firm diagnosis. They didn't want to diagnose him at first because they felt he was very social mm. and um, very connected mm -hmm. to other people. So that was, you know, the one thing I was thinking, oh, well, maybe he's not. I don't know. But in the end, they did diagnose him. And I have had him in um, a self-contained classroom all through elementary school. He's in fifth grade right now. And he was in a self-contained um, preschool. For, so from the very beginning, I basically did every single thing possible to what I thought I was doing was going to cure him. And it took a little while for me to, it took many years for me to realize that was not what I should have been doing. And I now am in a place where I love him. I accept him as he is. I just need to try to make his life um, easier and it's all okay. Like I was, it was very different in the beginning um, with Gabe, the way I felt at least. And it was all, I was also alone by the way. So <laughs> I was alone doing it by myself. I was not well. I also um, now had to deal with like grieving yeah. at the same time, you know, the loss of my husband. I had an autistic child that I, who also has ADHD and, you know, a toddler and I ended up getting a DUI. I got two DUIs in a period of six months and I went to rehab and I haven't drank since then. So wow. um, that was a very big change in my life. And I that was the best thing that ever happened to me because, you know, I was really able to focus more on, you know, on Gabe and myself and just being a better person and a better mother. Mm -hmm. So that is part of my story. Um, and then when Gabe turned, let me think, when he turned about six years old, I met Caroline. So she, you know, has been, she's my partner and we've been together a little more than five years now. And that actually, I think is what really changed everything for Gabe because, you know, I, two moms is better than one mom, <laughs> in my opinion. Absolutely. You know, he's very much loved. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And she's a teacher. And it's like, I couldn't have found somebody, you know, better for our lives. You know, I, I got very lucky. It's when I met how her. like the universe works. I, I'm always looking for like little signs and little, little things like that. But sometimes you get like a big sign, like, you know, Caroline, <laughs> and like you said, like she, she changed things for you guys. I, I want to back up a little bit because you said you know you you were dealing with obviously the grief of your husband but then you you know you have this baby and you're like the happiest you've ever been and then the bottom drops out and you find, mm -hmm. find out oh my gosh like my son has autism like I know for me that that definitely sparked mm -hmm. like a long kind of grieving period even before we got the diagnosis I, I was grieving just this life that like I thought I would have and I feel like you mm -hmm. did that twice because you thought you were going to have this life with your husband and your, mm -hmm. and then I'm so sorry, your husband passed. And then it's like, then you have Gabe and you think, oh my gosh, like I have this new life. What was that like for you just to deal with like so much change and grief? It, 
I don't even know what to say. It was, it was really hard. It was excruciating. It was excruciating. Um, You know, I, I have to say, I put myself in therapy, like intensive, intensive therapy, because, you know, all the trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel that that helped me a lot. It's very hard because my family lives in New York. I didn't, I didn't have anybody here. So I have, you know, I had friends here, but I really didn't have, you know, like my mother helping me. That would have mm-hmm. been wonderful. Um, so I was really winging it and survive. I think I was in survival mode for most of, you know, the beginning of Gabe's yeah. life for sure. And he also didn't sleep. So I didn't sleep. So everything I will say, everything is kind of a blur. <laughs> he didn't sleep for the first, I don't know. Well, he only recently started sleeping. (laughs) But he definitely, he used to stay up all night running around. And I was like, you know, on the verge of a nervous breakdown. And I think I did have a nervous breakdown, actually, by the time he turned three. So, yeah, it was very hard. I mean, you, you're just like, and I feel like this term gets thrown around a lot, like just badass mom. But you really like, I, I mean talk about like being just put through the ringer and coming out amazing and strong. I just, I'm, I'm really in awe of you. And I'm so, I'm so thankful that you are, you know, so willing to like share your story. Cause I think everybody listening and everyone who follows you, you know, on social media can like draw strength from that because I mean, we, obviously we all have challenges, but yeah, knowing that, you know, there's people that are, are, like you said, going through like real trauma. And I think that's wonderful that you, you know, got into therapy and I, I, I've only just recently started going to therapy and I feel like it's, it's so beneficial. Um, it's, I mean, it doesn't take, take it away, but it definitely, you still have to put the work in, but I think that's really, that's really great that you have like major mental health a priority. I think that's probably the most important thing. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. So you said that once you met Caroline, things, things seemed to change. What do you think it was about her coming into your lives that like made things open up? I, you know, part of it, I was happier, <laughs> you know, I met somebody who was so wonderful and, you know, I fell in love with her and we were just, it was such a perfect fit. And she, hit it off with Gabe, you know, pretty, you know, quickly, Mm -hmm. you know, I always say like, she was the only person who could get him to eat. Gabe has issues with eating and like very picky. And she would be able, I realized like it was going to work out when she could sit at the table, get him to eat dinner. He totally would listen to her and not me. And that's still the same way. Like I have, (laughs) he listens to her more than he listens to me. And it's always sort of been that way. But I think also I did have the help. Mm-hmm. This is not easy to be a single mother raising a, an, an autistic toddler, basically. Um, you know, he was in kindergarten when I met Caroline. It was so mm-hmm. hard. It was so hard. Yeah. And you, you know? then it was like you had a partner. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I never knew what that was, what that was like. And that was wonderful. And it, you know, it's something, um, I will never take that for granted. That's, I love that. I love how you said two moms are better than one. I was having this conversation with a friend of mine recently and she was like, I just feel like if I were in a relationship with a woman, like I could conquer the world. (laughs) She's like, 
women like we're just such natural like nurturers and caretakers but it's like we also know how to like get shit done <laughs> so like you said two moms absolutely are better than one yeah we're a really good team we're a really good team and Gabe just loves her so much and you know it's it's really just amazing. I feel so lucky. Oh, I, I love that. Well, you, you absolutely deserve it. What was that like when you, when you and Caroline first met and like introducing her to Gabe? Like, were you like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how you're going to accept my life. Like, what was that like for you? Well, I, I want to tell you how I told her. So I, I was in the dating world. I was single for a while, you know, um, and I always struggled with, you know, letting people know, you know, that I had an autistic mm -hmm. child because I felt it would scare them away. And I was just not the person I am now. <laughs> I was just so different than I was. So anyway, I did meet Caroline. I went on a first date with her. I didn't mention it. I had been communicating with her just in general. I know I still didn't, she knew I had a child, but I didn't tell her. Then on our second date, she was talking to me about, she's a teacher. So she was talking to me that about whatever happened during the day. And she said, oh, this student of mine is on the spectrum. And that was my moment to say, oh, Gabe is on the spectrum too. Mm -hmm. And when I said that, she had like really no reaction. It wasn't a negative reaction. It was just, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> and that, you know, was really, you know, good sign yeah. in my opinion. So when she did meet Gabe, it, she knew what to expect, you know, at that, because I, then shared a lot more with her after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's just like so meant to be, I feel like. I do too. Oh, I love that so much. So you said like you feel so differently now than you did when Gabe was little. And I can totally relate to that because mm -hmm. that's, I was just talking to a friend of mine yesterday who she's in the process of like having her son evaluated. Like it's very new to her. And, you know, she's still in that like, I don't know which way is up phase. Mm -hmm. And it was mm -hmm. interesting talking to her because she's an old friend. Like I, I haven't talked to her in years. Like we went to high school together and I'm like, you know, talking to you now, it's like, I can so remember those feelings and feeling so scared and probably a little denial and just like all, all the sadness, like all kind of balled up. Mm -hmm. But I told her, I'm like, but the person that I, I am today is just has a completely different perspective on all of it. Mm -hmm. So like that really resonates mm -hmm. with me. What do you feel like has, has changed for you to change your perspective? Um, now that I talk to so many autistic adults and I'm on social media and I communicate with so many people all day long, every single day, I have learned so much. I, in the beginning, the problem was I had no idea. It was the unknown. I didn't know anybody with autism. Mm -hmm. Not really. Like I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know that it was possible that someone couldn't speak. Like I remember when he was having the early intervention and the speech therapist came into my home and you know we were talking because it was we didn't know definitely that Gabe had autism at that point it was just you know a possibility um and he wasn't talking at that point and I said well I don't know I, I think I said well he'll eventually start and she was like well some people don't mm -hmm. and that was shocking to, I don't know what world <laughs> I lived in I lived in a different world I just yeah. didn't know I didn't know um and I was very scared and 
I just think it was because I did not have all of the information. I didn't know anybody. I had no one to mm -hmm. talk to. And now I think that that really is what changed. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power and just feeling that sense of like community and, and support, I think like mm -hmm. really does make all the difference. So true. Yeah. What about for Gabe? Cause I, I was telling you, like, I, I've been following you guys for a while and I actually, I have to share this. Okay. So the first time I ever saw Gabe was, um, that video that you had posted with, I think her name is Gabby. She's like one of his babysitter mm -hmm. and she, yes. she was leaving, like maybe she was going to college and Gabe was like sitting in her lap and just being so sweet and affectionate with her. And that, that was actually the first time I was like, oh my gosh, I have never seen a child show affection the way that Logan does. Cause he does that same stuff mm -hmm. where he will like put his face against yours and like, he'll, he'll kind of like give you like an open mouth kiss on the cheek sort of thing. And it was like, I, I had never, and, and this was, I don't even know if Logan had been diagnosed at this point or he was very newly diagnosed. And it was like that it resonated so deeply with me to see that video. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, like there's somebody else out there who has a child like Logan. And it, it meant so much to me, but seeing kind of Gabe's yeah. like evolution, especially over the past like year or so, I, I like, we've seen him, you know, get so into music and like he's singing songs or like riding his bike, like these really like amazing, mo like really amazing moments that you've shared. And I just think are, are so incredible. And I was saying to you, like, it seems like as an outsider, like he has like turned this corner. And what is that like for you as his mom? Like, what's the perspective for you? Oh, um, I literally cry every single day because I am amazed and I'm so happy for him and so proud of him. I am also like, it's to me, it's all very shocking. I didn't ever I hate to say this. I did not believe these are things Gabe could do. You know, the riding, riding the bike, I just didn't think it was something he could do. I felt, well, he's never expressed any interest. And I know he has all these like motor planning, you know, issues. There's no way he could do it. And I mean, I also didn't try, I live in a, so I live in a condo. I'm in a small condo and I'm up three flights of stairs. I don't have any storage. It's not like I could just buy, you know, buy an expensive bike and like have it just sitting aside, you know? So I didn't ever really do that because I felt like, what would the point be? I just really didn't think that he would be able to do it. And maybe at those points in his life, he mm -hmm. wouldn't have been able to, maybe now really was just the right time for him. I don't know. I wish I did try it earlier, you know, but Caroline was the one who said, we are doing this. He's turning <laughs> 11. I'm getting him a bike for his birthday and we are just going to try. And she, you know, so it's really all her. And ever since then, I've, I've been very aware that I need to change my mindset about mm -hmm. everything that I was wrong. And this is like a clear example. I was wrong. And I, I didn't presume competence before. I still have to work on that. Um, it really, a lot of things have you're, changed. You're like speaking like taking the words out of my mouth. I, I remember like when I, when I first joined, um, like started the podcast and I made my account for the podcast on Instagram. And I, I would hear people say like, Oh, presume competence. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm embarrassed to, to say it now, but there was definitely a time when, like you said, like, I, I just didn't think Logan could do or understood 
lot of things mm-hmm. that now, and I'm like feeling like I'm going to get emotional, but like, I, I can't believe how narrow minded I was about like all, like, I, I just, we, we've seen him open up to us in ways and like show us that he can understand things in ways that like, I never could have imagined. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that that was how I felt, but I also am like, I'm, I'm so thankful for that realization because it really is like you appreciate it so much more when you think like, oh my gosh, like he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. And then you're like, oh my gosh, like you, you get all of it. You get everything. Mm-hmm. Cause that's how I feel about like right. now I, now I'm like, even if he's not showing signs, like he understands or, you know, he's, he's like getting what we're trying to tell him or do with him. I'm like, at some point, like we're planting seeds and it's gonna, it's, it's gonna, you know, the, the bloom is going to grow. And that's, that's just how, how I operate now. But I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example, Gabe is on this, the, the last book of Harry Potter. He's been, Caroline reads it to him every single night. And the, I was telling someone um, close to me, oh, Gabe and Caroline are on the, the last book of Harry Potter. And the person said to me, well, he doesn't understand what's going, you know, he doesn't understand the book. And I'm like, well, how do you know that? Mm-hmm. How do you know that? Maybe he does you know, maybe he doesn't. I'm not saying he definitely does, but I don't know. And I'm not going to assume that he doesn't know. He might just like the bonding experience of, you know, Caroline reading to him every night. All What I can see is that he never wants her to stop <laughs> reading it. He brings it over. He seems to love it. And I, I kind of feel that he does sort of understand some of it. Like, I have no idea. I hate that I don't know. But I don't think it's right to assume that someone does not have, you know, any understanding of, of a lot of things. You know, so that's hard for me when things like that come up and I have that with family member, you know, people that are close to me and I wish that they saw him the way I see him or even people on the (laughs) internet see him. I doubt that he understands and he's enjoying all of it. Like you said, the bonding, but just hearing the story, he, yeah, that, that's, that's the stuff like with Logan too. Like I just, now I go into it just completely. Like I'm like, this is a hundred percent. I know he gets it. And like I said, maybe he can't always express that or show that, but I just don't doubt it. That person who said he doesn't understand mm-hmm. it, I would like to punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> because like, that's just so, oh my gosh, it's so ignorant for somebody to think that. Um, what about the music? Because I feel like you you post so much about gay and, and it's so funny too because again he really likes like classic stuff which is what logan likes too like classic rock logan <laughs> loves journey like since he was a baby he's loved journey yeah oh. it's so funny like and and like i like all the stuff that i like i just i will play for him but he he's always loved classic rock and it seems like gabe is into that too like he loves queen how did this whole like musical like just all of a sudden it seems like he's like so interested how did that come to be so, I mean, I'm trying to think back. I don't even know. Like, I know that there was a point in time where we realized Gabe could hear a song once and then like a week later, he'll, you know, hum it back. Mm-hmm. He would do that. But now it's different the way he, now it's much more clear. Now it's, it, I don't know. Back then I didn't really think so much of it, but then when, school got canceled and we started, you know, doing like walks in nature, like every Mm -hmm. single day. 
I, he started, I started hearing more and more of his voice, more sing, like singing like a lot. And I started recording it. It was so different than anything like he had ever done before. And I feel like it's the sounds of nature. <laughs> I feel, I feel like a lot of things contributed, you know, to that and realizing that he, you know, has that ability to express himself in that way. And it's so beautiful. Oh my God. It is it so really beautiful. Is. It's it like takes my breath away. I love it so much. Me too. It makes me cry. Like I just cry. It's so weird. I'm just so emotional about him and like how far he's come and how life can be so beautiful in general. And I really, truly feel oh that way. Gosh, completely. Um, I know it's hard. It is hard. I'm not going to say it's not hard. It's definitely hard. But maybe because, you know, the hard part of it is what makes it mm -hmm. worth it. You know, like all the good things are just feel so yeah. big. And you, you do have a, like a deeper appreciation for them. I think. Yeah. I think I do. Probably. I don't want to hear anybody. I hate hearing people complain about mm -hmm. their kid, you know, neurotypical kid. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. People, you know, they're, I think a lot of people take their lives for granted and their families for granted. Um, their lives, you know, it is not, I don't, I know that I'm, I come across as very positive. I realize that. And I think I really am, but it does not mean I think mm -hmm. it's so easy. So it's not yeah, easy. I totally get that. And it's interesting too, because I do have, you know, I have two in both worlds. Like I feel like I, kind of understand both sides of things um but I totally know what you're saying because when I hear somebody complaining about their typical kid <laughs> and they're like oh this is so hard or blah 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 I'm just like you don't even know <laughs> so true um speaking of like hard challenges one of the things that you had shared yeah. and I know so many people can relate to this is like the sleep struggles and you did talk yeah. about it earlier how how Gabe really had a hard time sleeping well, like you said like kind of his whole life um but then more recently that's kind of come to a head with like the whole bed issue can you talk about that a little bit um can i so i'm gonna go back to the beginning so when gabe was i guess around a year and a half he stopped napping and i would try to force him to to do like it was pointless i shouldn't i should have stopped doing that because it just, you know, I can look back now and see like he really didn't need to nap and I didn't really know what was going on. So at that point, that's when I really started realizing that he had a sleep problem at that point. And then as time went on, it was just harder and harder. And I had to eventually, it was actually the year Caroline moved in. Caroline, um, it was the first year and we got Bailey that year too. So I don't know if it was all the changes mm. that he was reacting to, but it was worse. It was every single night. He never slept. I felt um, like I was going yeah. crazy. Just imagine not sleeping every day. It, and I, and I was working at the time and I could not function. I could not function. I was in the worst mood. I was just, it was terrible. So I said, you know what? I cannot afford this, but I'm going to do a GoFundMe for a special needs bed. And I'm going to tell you what it's called. And I highly recommend it. It's called, um, it's by a company called Abrams Nation. And the bed is called the Safety Sleeper. And it is covered by insurance for some people. It was not for me. 
So I had to do this fundraiser. I raised money like very quickly because I let everyone know mm-hmm. I, I had to, I felt I had to open up and I needed the help. Um, I didn't know if I could survive. Um, so anyway, this bed came and Gabe really loved it. It wasn't like I was locking him in there and um, he was like in jail. He, he mm-hmm. really did like the bed and he yep. immediately fell asleep when we would put him in there. <laughs> it, that's what it took. And so that was several years ago and I let him, um, we just always used it and we could travel with it. It's portable. And then over Christmas break, this past Christmas, he all of a sudden said, well, he, mm-hmm. he let us know he did not want to get in it. And that was it. And he's very big now. So he turned 11 in June and he's now taller than I am. And I can't like force him in there. So we said, okay, we're not going to force him. We're just going to try to have him sleep in a regular bed. So we just had an air mattress out for a little bit and we tried um, Mm -hmm. to transition him. It was very hard at first, but we didn't give up. We did not give up. And I ordered Mm -hmm. him, you know, a regular bed from Pottery Barn Kids. It's so Mm -hmm. cute. Like I love having his room set up like a normal room now. And eventually I, you know, eventually he just started falling asleep on his own. It was not an issue, but I didn't know. I thought maybe it would always be in that. I go back to that traumatic. It was very traumatic when he would be up all night, you know, like I put him to bed back, you know, before he had the special needs bed and maybe like an hour after going to sleep, he'd bust in my room and it would be like, you know, it, it was traumatic. And I feel like I have PTSD from every time, every single yeah. night that happening. And I was just on edge all the time. <clears throat> so anyway, now everything's fine, but he is, he's on medication mm-hmm. also. So if he was not on medication, he would not sleep. It doesn't knock him out. It, t- it just, it does take him a while to fall That's asleep, but he does fall asleep and he stays asleep till the morning. <laughs> it is. I'm so grateful for it. I really am. And I'm so happy that, you know, I'm so happy he can do this. That was just, I was just going to say, it's another one of those things where it's like, we get so nervous as the parent, like, Oh my gosh, this isn't going to work. And then it's like, here comes your kid being like, Hey, check me out. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's really incredible. Well, I really feel like I could just talk to you all day. I love hearing just all about Gabe. And like I said, I, I love following you guys. You you share such honest and like thoughtful posts. You're like absolutely one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram. So if people don't follow you, where can they find you? Um, I'm on and Instagram. You have a YouTube channel Nicole too, right? Odisman. Oh, I do. <laughs> yes, we have a YouTube channel and it's it's called For the Love of Gabe. And I also have a, I don't use my Facebook page very much, but I should, and I probably will. Wonderful. And that's also called For the Love well, of Gabe. Well, I will link to all of that in the show notes. Follow us Nicole, there. thank you so much just for taking the time to, to chat with me today. And like I said, just for everything that you share, I think like you had said, having, you know, people to talk to people who, you know, whether they're parents who are on the same path, like us, or like you said, like talking to other like autistic adults and just seeing them live their lives and just change that, that perspective shift that, 
it's it's so hard to like put your finger on exactly what it is that that makes a difference but i think all all these things kind of rolled into one really do that and you are like such a just everything that you share i i always feel like I said, I, I feel this weird kindred connection to you. You're probably like, okay, crazy lady. But I just, I love hearing about Gabe and, and just seeing all this stuff that he's doing. But more than anything, I just think it's, it really is so powerful to share our stories. And I think even if, you know, people don't, can't relate to, cause I mean, like I said, there's, your story is so unique and there's so many like kind of different chapters, but there's still something that they can, people can relate to with what you're sharing. And I just think that's so powerful. You're so welcome. Well, it has been a pleasure and you take care. Bye. For you, the listeners of Adventures in Autism podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I often get asked for book recommendations related to autism, and one that I always go back to is called The Out of Sync Child by Carol Kranowitz, and it was actually recommended to me by a friend who is also an OT, and I read this book years ago before Logan was even diagnosed. It's not necessarily just for autism. It also goes into like sensory processing disorder or ADHD, but it's just very valuable information and a really great resource that I still pull from today, even though I read it years ago. So that's a really good one. Sometimes just to get my mind off things, I also just enjoy good old chiclet. <laughs> I love anything by Emily Giffen, like something borrowed or something blue. And those are available on Audible as well, but you can pick from any of their titles. So to download Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. All one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism for your free audiobook. Okay, I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Nicole. Isn't she just amazing? Like I said at the top of the show, she has truly just been through so much in her life and continues to show such resiliency and strength that I really do admire and I'm so inspired by it. And again, I just love following her account. I love seeing all of her photos and videos with Gabe. She takes really beautiful pictures. So she's somebody that if you like looking at nice pictures, she is a must follow. But more than that, it's just what she shares. She has such heart and honesty in her posts and I love, I love seeing Gabe. I love seeing him riding his bike and singing his songs and just kind of how we were saying in the episode, all the, the progress and growth. Like I had said, he does remind me of Logan, but he's also a few years older than Logan. And I love, I love following accounts with older kids because I feel like it's kind of like this little glimpse into the future and just what she shares, I think is, is so important and it really is fun to follow along with her story. So I know the last, like I was saying the last minute or two were kind of hard to understand, but you can just find her on Instagram at Nicole Gottesman, or like we were saying, they have a YouTube channel, which is for the love of Gabe. And I will link both of those in the show notes. So definitely check her out. If you would like to find me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Adventures in Autism Pod. I forgot what I was saying for a minute there. Um, or on Facebook at Adventures in Autism Podcast. Or uh, you can email me at Adventures in Autism at 2018 at yahoo.com. 
Again, I always love hearing from you guys. If you have a question or a comment, if you are enjoying the show and you would be so kind to leave a rating and review on Apple podcast, I would be so, so grateful. Those reviews really do help other people to find the show. And then we can just kind of keep sharing the love. I've been hearing from many new listeners lately. So Thank you so much for listening. And again, thank you for those reviews because that has helped other people to find the show. So that is all for now. And until next time, take care.